1: This is Joy. And this
0: is Claire. Welcome. Happy Marathon
1: Monday. We're just talking in the chat about today is, as of this recording, it's April 17th, 2023. It is Marathon Monday, and everyone's talking about the Boston Marathon. Um, People are watching it as we speak in real time. We have someone in the chat whose brother's girlfriend is running the marathon And that's just kind of like hashtag goals. I was like, you know, oh, that's true. Kelly, so you can run it for a charity, but you don't have to qualify, right? Is that like the, that's the, uh, like the way to get in without having to run really fast? Is that how it goes? (laughs) Because that, that I would do. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe that's something I'll like put a group together for Canine Companions or something. But um, I thought about when I was doing, um, when I was a bone marrow candidate, donor, I thought about doing it for team and training to raise money for leukemia, lymphoma, lymphoma, lymphoma society. But then I was like, Oh, I don't know if I can run a marathon again. But anyway, good on you. If you can actually run that fast to qualify. I think at one point in my life, I kind of like aspired to do that. And I was like, I don't know, man, that's, a that's, what Kelly in the chat, you know, what do you have to qualify? We could Google this, but what do you have to like run a marathon in? You have to like run, prove that you ran a marathon in like three hours and 30 minutes. It's like insane. <laughs> it's like insane or like 338 or something like that. Yeah, for your age group. So just to kind of give you a reference for people not in like the marathon world, when I was in my 20s, I ran it. My best time, I think, was like three hours and 55 minutes, like just under four hours. So to okay. shave 20 yeah. minutes off your time is like, that's a lot. When you're running that far, it is everything in you to not die. And like you're you just trying to keep going to like push Let your alone. pace anymore is not – that's not an easy task. And to shave just, a minute off is hard.
0: I looked it up, and it, it varies a little bit. It like depends on the age group that you're in, but generally speaking, it's for men. It is between three hours and three hours and twenty five minutes, going up in increments between like eighteen and age eighteen and age fifty five. So if you're eighteen to thirty four, it's just a flat three hours, and if you're fifty, and if you, by you get time, you get to the fifty to fifty four range it's three hours, 25 minutes. So you can take one extra minute per mile between 18, between being 18 years old and being 50 years old. Um, And then the women's is a little bit slower, but yeah, I mean, that's, and then, so I was, while you were talking, I was trying to Google and it seems like the way the charity thing works. I don't know. It didn't, immediately information did not come about like being an individual contributor. But it sounds like the way it works is they give a certain amount of entries to certain nonprofits. And then you, like those nonprofits can either like auction off the entries or they just like use them for people already in their kind of universe. So still not a straightforward way to get in.
1: I think most marathoners, that's kind of like the peak race to get into because like what an experience. It's so cool. And this is when I get... Really, uh, not jealous. Jealous isn't the word, but I do, I admire. I really admire the town because I just feel like when you're from that area, like the whole town like shows up for the race. It's kind of like Boulder, Boulder in a way, but on a huge scale. <laughs> where like everybody shows up. It's a big tilt to everybody. But I I also wonder if like people get annoyed because they're like the whole city shuts down. I like can't go to my favorite coffee shop or whatever. But I'd love to know if people from that area, like what your thoughts are, because as an outsider, never really living on the East Coast, I wonder if it's like, if they think it's as cool as we think it is. But um, I also like on a sad note, watched the um, American Manhunt docuseries on Netflix this weekend. And it's all about kind of like the whole search for when the Boston bombing, Boston Marathon bombing happened. And it's, it's obviously the, the most tragic story you can even fathom. But the way the director really portrayed and told the story I thought was really respectful in the way he had, like, the people that were involved, like, in in it talking about their story. But it is a gripping docuseries from start to finish. Like, you think you kind of know the story, but to hear the people that actually were hunting for these two was stomach dropping suspense. And it wasn't graphic. They did a really good job of like not showing the footage over and over again, because that's obviously really traumatizing for people. I listened to an interview with the director who talked about like, having the people that were involved, that were victims of this tragedy, he really made sure to take care of them while he was filming. And he's like, at any point, they could drop out like, obviously, this is not something I'm going to force them to do. The guy whose car was hijacked, um, whose car car was carjacked, was in it uh, and told his story. And the director said, you know, he was really kind of like on the fence about even being involved, Because obviously talking about a trauma really brings up those feelings and is really difficult. But he ultimately wanted to tell it because he really wanted to show how strong the city is. And I just think there's a a lot of beauty in that. But it just kind of makes you like walk away with like such a profound sense of sadness, but also how towns come together and like the whole Boston Strong movement that kind of came out of that. And so I think it's it's a really beautiful, beautifully told story, very sad story. But that also made me think like how brave people are to go and run this race when you have that memory and you have that tragedy of where this all happens. Like that to me feels really brave for people just being like, we're not gonna let this tragedy take this away from us. And I just think that's really cool.
0: Didn't you have a race coming up that you were going to do a 10 miler?
1: Yeah, I do. Speaking of running. Yeah, I have a, I have a 10 miler. So the Colfax marathon is every year and don't really want to run a marathon, but I do sign up for the 10 miler. There's like a 5k there's like all different sorts of fun runs they have, but the 10 miler feels like just enough as a cha- of a challenge but not a full half because that extra three miles really does matter where I'm at in my fitness journey. <laughs> so I can do 10 miles. Scott and I sign up because Canine Companions has a booth at the end. They have this big festival thing at the end where it's like food and charity booths. And so Canine Companions has a booth at this festival or at the after the race, the post-race party. And if you have, I think it's 20 runners sign up under their name, They get a free booth, so Scott and I will sign up for Canine Companions so they can get a free booth. So we are doing that in a month, and so I've been running a lot. I'm like on this like training plan where I'm really trying to stick to a certain number of miles a week. And I actually went on Kelly's group run yesterday, which was super fun. So Kelly, that's who we've had on the show before, is a running coach and is local, and she holds group runs. Once a month for free. You can just come together, have a community. And it's really welcoming. And so we did a, it was supposed to be a trail run, which I, honestly, Kelly, like I don't, I didn't care about that. I was like, I just want to run with people. And it was mostly a road run because uh, we had a bunch of rain and the trails were closed. And so we did a, I think I hit around four and a half miles on my watch um, with a really good group of people. And it just made me realize how important it is to run with people when you're training. Because it's so, we were talking about this while we were running. Like, it is so easy to talk yourself out of something. Like, I hate heels. I hate, hate any incline. I mean, you talk about like hating incline. If you put 1% of an incline on a treadmill for me, I'm like, like, (laughs) I hate incline. 2%. I'm still mad. Like everything from there is just like, I hate it so much. Anytime I hit a hill, I'm just like, whatever that is in my body that does not like those type of twitchy muscles, hate it. My heart rate immediately goes up. I'm like in pain. So there was a lot of hills on this. There was like a pretty big hill. And I was like, Kelly, I don't want to do this. And I was running so slow. I was just like, barely, barely, making it. but I ran the whole time, which is like unheard of for me. Like if I was by myself, I would immediately start walking and I'd be like, I'm just going, <laughs> you guys, <laughs> sorry. Okay. So I'm
0: wearing my, <laughs> I'm wearing that I'm sorry, shirt. There were, there's a side conversation happening. We'll, we'll come back.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sorry. We have to go back. That just made me laugh so hard because we posted about this shirt before. Okay. So I like, it. like how easy it is to talk yourself out of doing something hard. Like the second I hit a hill when I'm running by myself, I'm like, I'll just walk. It's fine. Walking is Walking is totally fine, which it is. But like, I really want to get better at like just running the whole time because I have I have a race coming up that I would like to run most of it. Like I did that last year. Yeah, it was last year I did it. So anyway, so that was really fun. Again, super welcoming. And I just really want to make sure that I'm doing something that also challenges my mind. Because when you're in a group of people like people like that, It's so much easier to just like keep going versus when you're by yourself. You're just like, I don't need to do this. I don't need to do this. So it was great. Thank you, Kelly.
0: And Joy is wearing this red kind of like Aloha style shirt that reminds me. Outdoor voices. I know. It's very trendy, Mm -hmm. but it's definitely Mm -hmm. bright. And Mm -hmm. every time she wears it, it makes me think of Nicolas Cage's character in Raising Arizona. It's like that type of. You're
1: not wrong. It is exactly that shirt. (laughs) <laughs> and I kind of have his same hairdo right now if I was to just like pull it upside down. Yeah. yeah, all
0: you need is a mustache and you could be him for, for Halloween. <laughs> That's not a bad idea, actually.
1: That's a great idea. I already have the costume, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, the last time you wore the shirt, we talked about that also, but mm-hmm. we didn't have any witnesses to understand what I was talking about.
1: Kelly says, I crushed the hills, so it's not just me. I have, I have validation. <sighs> She's so funny. She's like, she just wrote the trails, opened up, 30 minutes after we finished so sad, but I loved our loop. Yes. So Kelly, was like on the minute, every minute, like tracking whether or not the trails were going to open up to see if we could actually like run the trails. But next time Kelly, we can do that. How's your running going, Claire? Cause I know you've been yeah, doing great some. Question.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I it's been going okay. I have, I mean, running on a treadmill is just really hard. It's hard for me to run for more than like a couple minutes. I just get so bored. So I've been going with my friend Amanda and then I go sometimes to Gold Gym by myself and we'll do like little kind of treadmill interval runs where we'll maybe build up to like a max of maybe five minutes of running with with walking in between, which, you know, if I'm going to be on a trail for this, so I have a 5K coming up in July in Vail. It's a trail 5K. It's at like probably 10,000 plus feet, which is kind of the kicker of all this. And, you know, so in that scenario, five minutes of running at a time might be all I'm doing. And then kind of, because like when you're trail running, you kind of stop and walk for a minute and you're going up hills and you're standing, you know, I think at Vail, my guess, which I think I've talked about this already, is that it's mostly going to be on the single track trails, the biking trails, which are really well maintained. So it's not like I'm going to be stepping over rocks and roots and stuff, but it's not like when you're on a trail, you're not, it's not like road running where you're, really running no matter what the whole time. But still, I I need to train for, for longer runs. And it, because I'm gonna be at 10,000 feet. So I'm kind of trying to figure out like, how can I motivate myself to do this? Because I hate treadmill running, but it's kind of the best I have right now.
1: Do you listen to music?
0: I do listen to music. When I'm running outside, I don't do it as much. But like on the treadmill, you know, like with my friend, like she's kind of talking. I can't run and talk. I just don't have the cardio availability for that. I never have
1: (laughs) ever in my life. I'm I'm only laughing because yesterday when I was running with people, they were doing all the talking. I was like, this is great. Because like I hate when people like are trying to chit chat with me and I'm just like. (gasps) (laughs) I can't breathe, but I mean, it was like a cat. It was definitely a casual run. It, no yeah. one's like trying to be like winning the warm up, so like that was nice. But there's definitely times when I'm like running with a new person that I feel like obligated or pressured to like run as fast as them, and so then they're like chit chatting too, and I'm like,
0: yeah, okay. <laughs> it's, right, like, really like, hard. People say like we'll find a conversational pace, and like so walking. Like once I start running, I stop being able to talk, and I'm just sucking air the whole time. And maybe this is why running has been so hard for me is because like there is no entry level amount of running that I can do that is not just exhausting.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But
0: so that's, you know, the running and the run walk kind of like stop start and stop helps. Um, But the other thing that's nice about being on a treadmill is that my friend Amanda runs a lot faster than me. She runs a lot more frequently. She just has run for longer in her life. She's like the type of person who just goes on like a five mile run for fun just like on a random day. So she can run whatever pace she wants and I can go whatever pace I want and we're still right next to each other. You know, so she's, I'm not worried of like slowing her down. I'm also not absolutely killing myself trying to keep up with her, which I would not be able to do. So in that scenario, it's a very like egalitarian solution for training. Which is
1: great. That's exactly what you need. Like you don't want to show up somewhere and have yeah. someone just like be I I always feel bad that I'm like holding them back. Like I think the first time Kelly and, Kel and I went on a run, I was like, am I going too slow? Like you just don't want to I don't know ruin their workout or something, but then like the whole time you're just like trying to talk and trying to like sound normal and it's a lot of pressure. But yesterday there was no pressure. But I agree. You have if you're going to train with somebody, you have to like find someone who like meets that expectation or doesn't meet an expectation or has no expectations of just like, Hey, you don't need to talk this whole time. Or like, we're not going to go all out racing. I I just don't know how people will do it, but it was great because most of everyone else was doing the talking. So I was just like throwing in a comment every once in a while. And I was like, this is perfect.
0: So all that to say, I haven't been doing probably as much running. I mean, I have a good amount of time. So I have what, three months? Which is going to go by fast. So I don't want to like think, oh, I have tons of time. And then all of a sudden it's like next week and I'm going to die. But I think I just need to get on a little bit more of like a structured plan to where I could see, okay, you know, I got to go out and run like a mile without stopping. Like I can run a mile on the treadmill, but I'm so bored. Halfway through I'm just like, ugh. And then I think I talked about this that at Gold's Gym, they're always playing for some – somehow there's always an episode of diners, drive-ins, and dives on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I'm always just watching Guy Fury, and I'm like, I don't wish I was eating a fried chicken taco so much more than being on this treadmill. Yeah. <laughs> like whatever they're making, this like banh mi pancake is like, looks so good. Why am I standing so on this treadmill at yeah. the Gold's Gym in Longmont? So, you know, <laughs> it just makes me think about my life choices. <laughs> like, why are they playing the remember- network on the treadmill? Come on, guys. Oh, I know.
1: I remember training back in my 20s on a treadmill at the Y, and I would run like six to seven miles on a freaking treadmill. I don't know how I did that. I mean, it was in the winter, and I was like, well, I have to do this. And so I just – I there's no way now that I would do that. I get so bored. I mean, even now it's hard. I'm not like – jonesing to run. But because I have this 10 miler thing coming up, I'm just like, well, I kind of have to get this done. I like want to do it. It's a good challenge for me. It's a month of my life where I have to like focus on running. But even now it's like, do I listen to a podcast or do I listen to a Peloton coached run because or music, music, sometimes I can do but sometimes I'm like, I need more entertainment than music. I know that sounds really weird. But um, Scott can like full on go on a run and listen to like, dude rock you know like sad bastard music you know and i don't know how he does it he'll like play a song that like he's He's you know relaxing for him or he'll go in and be like i'm gonna go listen to the new boy genius album and i'm like how can you run to a new album i need to like have a song that i have a relationship with yes that i
0: that i have like an emotional response to i can't like figure it out while i'm running i can't decide halfway through do i like this song or not i need to know i can't be skipping songs I've had basically the same running playlist since I was in yeah. college. And it's like Missy Elliott. <laughs> I'm like, I know I'm going to want this song when I get to like minute seven of the workout and Pass That Dutch comes on. <laughs> it's going to be a bop and that's that what I need. <laughs> it's I great. Came out it's Like true. 20 years ago. Oh my gosh. When did that song come out? Such a
1: great song. It's a great song. And of course it's great because it's at Mean Girls. Literally so. 20 years
0: ago, it came out in 2003.
1: feels like yesterday oh my gosh yeah kelly says my brain starts calculating the time if i listen to music yeah it's such a weird thing so like sometimes if i have if i'm in the mood for a podcast i can do a podcast like busy phillips i can do because i don't really have to pay attention and their podcasts are like two hours long so i'll do that (laughs) what what are you looking at did a bird fly by oh yeah
0: try again my, my watch just theory, theory is checking yeah I, so I'm I'm on my second floor and I like my office looks out right into my backyard so I have this big window right in front of me I mean it's not big it's like a double window it, I think that there might be like a bird's nest in the gutter right above me because this dove keeps like coming in, but it looks like it's flying right at me and then at the last minute it, like shifts up yeah, and yeah, yeah. on the roof
1: yeah like a Top Gun thing yeah
0: so it's kind of like a Top Gun thing yeah except it's a dove <laughs>
1: You know, when they, like, last minute you go know. with that. Yeah. Yeah. I love talking to my brother about that movie because I'm like, what's exact, what's real, what's not? He's like, right. it's all real. Everything was real, by the way, except for the Hollywood things where he's like, you don't actually, like, pull up that, you don't get close like, to a mountain like that. you
0: wouldn't do something like that, yeah.
1: You wouldn't get that close to a mountain. He's like, you can do it, but you're not going to, like, right. go, it's real, like, just but, do like, that like, casually.
0: It's <laughs> Yeah, I think it's like when you're when you talk to like an ER nurse about like trauma TV shows, and they're like, Oh, yeah, that that chest x ray, that wasn't of a chest x ray, like it was upside down. I know I love I love
1: watching with people like that. Yeah, Yeah. or like,
0: you know, that's not how you do a breathing tube. Like that doesn't make you know, that person would be dead.
1: Yes, (laughs) I was watching succession. Okay, well, people who have not yet watched the third episode of succession. Fast forward about a minute, because I'm about to say something that will give it away. And it's very, very spoiler Three, two, one. Okay. So when they're doing chest compressions on the dad, it it's like very obvious. Actually, any chest compressions in a show, they're just like, N-n-n-n-n. and I'm like, I'm pretty sure they're actually breaking your rib when they're doing that. I'm pretty sure it's not oh, like, <laughs> but okay. they're just like, <laughs> it's
0: like, not, not going to do anything. Okay. And if you are skipping, you can come back now.
1: You're safe. Everything's you're safe. safe. We're good. No spoilers. spoilers yeah.
0: I remember reading something, like a comment thread or something about watching, because when you learn – CPR, you use a dummy, right? That you could like, and you push really hard. You can in, actually do it. And yeah, you can feel it, and it's like you're supposed to get it all the way so that it sort of like it like clicks. If anybody's ever yes. taken a CPR to a CPR class, you basically have this just like disembodied torso, and you yeah. you know you pushed down hard enough because it makes this clicking sound. Because it clicks, yeah. And they're always you know, and, and inevitably someone in the class is like, "Well, wouldn't this hurt them?" It's like, listen, they're dead. Yes. In this scenario, their heart has stopped.
1: Yes. A broken rib can heal. Right,
0: exactly. So, you know, don't be gentle. You can't heal a
1: broken rib if you're you're dead.
0: dead. And also, they're not feeling this. They, in this scenario, they are unconscious completely because their heart's not beating. That's where we're at. Let's set the scene for what needs to happen for you. The scene is safe. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, mm -hmm, exactly. mm -hmm. But yeah, and every single time I've taken a lot of CPR classes in my life, and someone is always like, well, wouldn't this hurt? It's like, yeah, it would, but you're dead. So, you're not, that's not what we're worried about. Um, Brandon has to take. You know, t- CPR class like every two years or something. And recently, probably not that recently, in the last five or 10 years, they've updated the guidelines so that you don't, they don't recommend mouth to mouth anymore for just like stand passers by. So we just put an office gif in the chat. Of
1: This is what you guys miss <laughs> when you're not in. This is what you miss when you're not in, in the chat when we record. <laughs>
0: What is that from? I'm not like that much of a, I mean, I've watched The Office, but it's... I know. I'm not like an, an office. I can't like place random scenes. It's Dwight and he has like a <laughs> it's Dwight- with scary has, yeah. face on. He looks like the CPR dummy.
1: But it looks like the baloney scene in yeah. Mean Girls when they're like doing the meat on their face. Anyway, that's Baby really funny. We-
0: <laughs> Dwight cuts the CPR doll face off. Got it. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> Um yeah, Molly says that's why so many people were extra horrified when that football player had CPR on live TV and it looked so violent compared to what you see in the movies. Ugh. Yeah, correct. Yes. <gasps> oh, but so he was right now was saying this is if you're listening to this and you like take CPR regularly, you're like, yeah, clear, this has been an updated for updated for a long time. But if not, they started recommending if you're just like a random standing, you know, you're a, you're standing there and somebody like collapses and you need to go give them CPR. Just a
1: regular civilian. Yeah. yeah.
0: They're like, don't worry about mouth to mouth, just focus on chest chest compressions because people were so freaked out by mouth to mouth of like putting their face on a stranger's face that they just weren't giving CPR at all. And it's like, listen, actually there's probably, you know, if you've called 911, like you're supposed to do, you're probably within a couple minutes of like somebody getting there who can actually help, or hopefully like you're in a, area where someone can has access to an AED. If you're just a random civilian, you're probably not doing CPR for more than a couple minutes. There's probably enough oxygenated blood still in their system that if you can just do chest compressions and get that and keep whatever oxygenated blood is already in there circulating around, that is so much better than just not doing anything because you're worried about giving mouth to mouth. If Eff- Effective mouth to mouth is also pretty hard to do. And so they're like, just don't worry about it. We're just going to just stop worrying about putting your face in a stranger's face and blowing into their mouth. That might be full of like vomit or something. Just go ahead and use trash compressions.
1: Yeah. Or like the people that hold the, like there used to be that thing where you could put it over their face. So you don't have to like, Oh, get... Brandon
0: needs to have one of those in his car. It used to get yeah. cuts. It's like a CPR mask. It basically mm-hmm. looks
1: like a, um, like a breathing mask when yeah. they're giving you oxygen. Right. Yeah. With
0: like a tube in it. It's sort of like a weird, like backward snorkel.
1: Yeah. Sorry. Another
0: bird almost just hit the window. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: I bird central. You need a bird feeder over there. I do
0: need a bird feeder. I would make <laughs> you it. Need worse. a
1: bird buddy. I do need a- oh, oh my gosh! I want a bird talk buddy. Talk about the bird buddy.
0: <laughs> yeah, Brandon used to have one of those in his car, and for some reason, when we used to live in Denver, and he had this like old crappy Honda Accord, it got broken into all the time, and people constantly were stealing that thing. Probably because there was nothing else in his car, and they're like, I don't know what this thing is. Maybe I could sell it. <laughs> it's like um, This is gross. Oh my
1: gosh. Have you ever had your car broken into? Like yours, not Brandon's.
0: Yeah. But it was like, I was in high school and my car was in my driveway. It was like just some group of like idiot teenage guys who were, you know, who were walking around my suburban neighborhood, like checking, checking people's car doors and breaking into their cars. And they stole my wallet, which again, I was like 17. So they took my mm-hmm. wallet to Taco Bell. They spent a hundred dollars at Taco Bell. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah.
1: Like it, you only. Know, like, you could spend $10 at Taco Bell and do really well.
0: I had like a I had a debit card that I had that I used for gas that like my, my parents paid for when I was in high school. And so that's what they used. It was like 100 bucks at Taco Bell and that was gas card. Yeah. Okay,
1: that was a um that was a uh, reality bites reference for anyone. <laughs> okay. Huh. Mhm. 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 What else is going on? Uh, I do want to address really quickly <laughs> again, this is 3 days after we're listening or we're recording this it doesn't really matter when you're when this comes out but last night they had the love is blind live reunion i didn't watch it because i was too obsessed with the new episode of succession so i was like that was my priority they were doing a live reunion end of the season like finale season four and no one could watch it like the streaming just shut down netflix so they broke the internet which i was kind of proud of them for i was like Nick Lachey, go Nick Lachey, go Vanessa, like you're you guys are killing it with your two seconds per season appearance. They're probably making bank where really all they have to do is appear in the first and like last episode and be like is love blind and then they like go off into the sunset with their free vacation to Mexico. they're they're making so much money out of that. So I was really proud of them. But um, Kelly and I were texting last night because she was like, are you watching this in real time? I was like, no, what's going on? She's like, I can't get in. So that was like the big drama, the big drama.
0: And the fact that this is like such a moment that every so many people are watching it that net like think about the Netflix servers, and how much at any given moment they're transmitting it's so much you're streaming high resolution video all over the world, all day long. I mean, I guess live streaming is like a whole another thing from like a bandwidth perspective. But that's wild.
1: Mm hmm. They they do know we love reality
0: TV. <laughs> Aaron says someone got fired today. Correct. <laughs> someone did get fired. I know. That's
1: what I texted to Kelly. I was like, oh, heads are rolling. Like yeah. something's going because they were building it up like crazy. Oh, yeah. They're like, watch the live reunion. I'm like, how are they gonna do this on Netflix? But uh, they didn't. Apparently they didn't. So has anyone in the chat watched it already? I mean, by the time this comes out, I will have watched it. I have not watched it. So don't give me any spoilers. Was it worth it? Was it a good one? Like out, 10 out of 10, 8 out of 10. Like what would you rate the, the live reunion? Let's get some like real time ratings here.
0: I don't recall much of anything. Not memorable. <laughs> not memorable. <laughs> this was less than like 12 hours ago that you watched this and you don't remember it at all. It's amazing. <laughs> Oh, it hasn't, and it comes out this afternoon, like the non-live. That's true. The because I was trying to watch it this morning. I like
1: really wanted to watch it, and I was like, maybe I can watch it while I'm eating breakfast.
0: The fact that you wake up and watch TV is so funny to me. Like when we watched, when you were like had already watched a like comedy special, and it's nine a.m. Guys, like we are doing this first thing in the morning on Monday morning. Enjoy, like wakes up and watches TV.
1: Oh, i listen to it while i'm like doing my putzing so then i just like have it in my yeah, ears putzing. so i'm not sitting down and like in my robe watching it like i mean i'm feeding the dogs i'm cleaning
0: my kitchen i'm like
1: you know whatever making breakfast okay so funny. Uh, let's see what else was i gonna say to that
0: i just think the whole thing is wild like i don't okay so update on my instagram saga which because i the, the only t- the only way i find out about love is blind is through like instagram memes i mm-hmm. still can't get in my personal instagram if you follow me on my personal instagram I'm I'm alive. (laughs) I'm fine. I just can't get in. So I know exactly what's happening, which is that I have a second Instagram account that is on the same email address and so when I go to reset my password it sends me the link to that other account which and I cannot get a link to reset my password for my primary account anyway and I cannot get a hold of anybody on Instagram so if you have an insider contact at Facebook or Instagram please let me know because at this point I think I might just never get back in there but the only time I consume love is blind content is on Instagram when you see like the reenactments and they're so funny that I make think I don't want to watch the original one. But then I'm like... Oh, it's
1: so entertaining, Claire. It's so entertaining, yeah. like, in the dumbest way. Like, you saw that? <laughs>
0: you saw that? Um,
1: I think it was a reel someone made or, like, TikTok, where it was, like, exactly what I was talking about earlier, where the guy, like, made up a song... <laughs>
0: I also saw and like, one. I don't. I, and the I don't know the cameraman. Reference.
1: The cameraman's like, what? And he's like forever, and I, I'm like, and he says forever like three times, and I'm like, no, don't keep saying forever and ever. <laughs> oh no, Kelly says there's more singing in the reunion.
0: Oh, no. oh I can't, I can't take it. I just it's keep so watching good. the one with the girl who like hates her partner and thinks he's and just like I'm really like the all the parodies of it are her basically being like. Well, it's just that I'm so hot and you look so weird. <laughs> and she's like laying in bed with like a pillow over her head.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. She's oh my god. And then there was one. Yeah, there was that. I think it was this. I think it was the couple that they end up like ultimately. Look, if you're spoiler by now, like it's not a big deal. I'm not going to say their names, but they do end up like splitting because she's it, the funniest thing to me is like they're all in. And they're all into this experiment. And then when they meet, they're like, I just want to take it slow. <laughs> Which basically means I'm not physically attracted to I've you. made a huge mistake. <laughs> it's totally the Bluth company. i made a huge mistake. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So good. So, so good. Oh, yeah. I think, Jenny, who is telling me about this um Reaction show. Who was it? Kelly? No, my friend Leah. So my friend Leah, she's like the only way that I watch Love Is Blind. She's like I really just watch it's drag queens Trixie Mattel and Katya. They react. They do a reaction show, and apparently it's amazing. So oh, that I'm like, worth it. I actually would way rather watch that. So I think that's what I'm going to start doing.
0: Hi, Leah. Okay, let's take a quick break and talk about our favorite sponsor, Ned. We love Ned. We love all their products. They make amazing, high quality, super intentional CBD products and herb and botanical products. We love everything they stand for. We love everything about their process. The founders are so wonderful and genuine, and they are so transparent about everything they do and so intentional about every single product that they make. My favorite product is the daily blend. I do the 750 milligram concentration. I take it every night. Joy's favorite product is the sleep blend. She takes that every night as well. And we also both love the mellow magnesium drink which is chai flavored and it's just so like warm and comforting and calming and you can mix it with like a little bit of honey and a little bit of milk or oat milk, whatever milk of your choice. And it's the perfect drink if you just need to take the edge off the day and start winding down. You can Try out Ned or replenish your Ned. Get more and more Ned by using discount code Joy, J-O-Y, for 15% off your order. Go to helloned.com, H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com forward slash Joy or use discount code Joy. Thank you guys so much for supporting the brands that support our podcast. We know you are going to love their products. We would not have partnered with them for so long if we didn't really love everything that they make and really believe in this brand. So thank you, Ned, and thank you to our listeners.
1: Okay, so do you know how... I was talking last week about Ryan Adams and like the conflict was it last week, week before anyway, How it was do? recently. Yeah. yeah. A Ryan Adams concert and like feeling conflicted. My friend Leah that works at Foothills animal shelter that I like made when we made friends when Leah, Leah, Lua. That's so weird. Their names are similar. Lua passed away. She works at Foothills anyway. So now we're like texting friends and she texted me after she listened to that episode. And she was like, you know what I do? I love Chick-fil-A, but Instead of, like, feeling guilty for loving Chick-fil-A, I make a donation to, like, a nonprofit that I believe in every time I eat there. And so she feels like like it offsets.
0: Totally. Like a morality offset.
1: She's like, so why don't you donate to, like, you know, some type of movement that you're passionate about for, like, victims of sexual assault if you go see or whatever. Like, some type of offsetting (laughs) that you feel. Yeah. And I'm like, Brilliant. That so she's like is and any
0: moral workaround.
1: It is yeah. And she's like I do it all the time. And then someone else was talking to me about this. I don't know. We were just joke. I was like, yeah, my friend Leah does this. So like, oh my gosh, this is brilliant because they're like I can't get I can't get past like the Chick-fil-A sandwiches. They're so good. <laughs> and I was like, you like them that much? Like I won't even go in a Chick-fil-A like vicinity.
0: <sighs> Probably There's a Chick-fil-A in Longmont and there is a line like around the parking lot. Always constantly. same. Constantly
1: that's okay that baffles me baffled I want to know me. the people and I'm not judging I'm just no, I'm, I'm just, just curious baffled I'm curious that there's lines constantly in our neighborhood for the Dunkin Donuts and the Chick-fil-A. And I'm just like
0: constantly. We have a Dunkin Donuts that no one goes to. It's right across from the Chick-fil-A, and the Chick-fil-A is constantly packed out the wazoo, and maybe the Dunkin Donuts is looking over being like, "What the hell?" I can't imagine. I even feel this way about the people who waited in line for like 2 hours to get in and out. What is it?
1: There was like a 4-hour line when we got our first one. In and out yeah.
0: is fine. I if I if you are going to offer me every single fast food in the world, in and out is up there in my favorites, but I can't imagine that much hype around fast food in general. Like, there's nothing about this. This isn't a five-star restaurant, guys. We're talking about mass-produced chicken sandwiches here. I don't get it. Yeah,
1: I don't. Maybe maybe J.K. needs to do a Help Me Understand podcast about that.
0: <laughs> yes, we need to interview some people who eat Chick-fil-A on the regular and be like, what's the deal?
1: Leah does. She's like, I love it. She's like, I love it so much. <laughs>
0: The show. Like, Please call in with your... <laughs> I even think if I had been looking forward to Chick-fil-A all day, all week, all month, whatever, and I pulled up and saw this line that was like stretching all the way down the parking lot, I'd be like, screw it. I'm going home. I'm going to make a turkey sandwich at home. Like, forget yeah. it. You're yeah. just going to go buy some frozen chicken nuggets and cook them up at home. Kelly says the chicken nuggets are hard to beat. <laughs> Rebecca says, the Chick-fil-A line moves so fast. It's bananas. It takes like four minutes. Yeah, Jenny, I agree. She says, there's not much I would wait hours in line for. It's so true. Very, very few things would I wait hours in line for. This past weekend, it was free dump day, which I'm sure every city has this. If you go to the city dump, if you're taking additional loads than what is like can fit in your little little trash can, you have to pay for it. Yeah, right. So a couple of times a year, the city of Longmont or like whatever... Boulder County, city of Longmont, city of Erie, like the surrounding areas, we'll do a free dump day where you can bring up to one filled up pickup truck to the dump for free. So it's like yard trash usually, right? This is the kind of stuff that we kind of hold on to where it's like, like we had um, like a broken kid's water table, like some stuff like this, that's not going to fit in our curbside thing no matter what we do. So I loaded it up And my Brandon was out of town this past weekend. He went to Wisconsin because his sister just had a baby, which is exciting. So he was visiting the new baby. I was here with my kids. My mom came over because she has a pickup truck. And I also want to talk about the phenomenon of like having a pickup truck in the family and how it's like a shared resource. But my mom brought the pickup truck over. She was like, okay, well, you know, it's 7 a.m. And I was like, well, we have karate at 10.30. And she's like, okay, well, if you're not back by then, I'll just take the kids. I'm like, I am not standing in line for three hours to dump this stuff at the dump. If I get there and it's a three-hour line, I'm coming home. And she's like, no, no, it's fine. You can say." I was like, no, no, this is not about – I'm not trying to be generous to you. I'm telling you, there's no way I'm sitting there for two hours to dump out this like kiddie pool.
1: Yeah. I will pay money to go somewhere else yeah, to like, exactly. I'll pay money to come it. back next yeah. week
0: when no one else is here. I can't imagine like... I don't... I can't even think the last time I waited in line for something that long. Mm-hmm. Maybe like an acai bowl at the CrossFit Games. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't... I don't... A bathroom. I definitely will wait in line for a bathroom because I have no choice. Right, yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting. I really admire slash I'm not sure I could ever like be that person. It's not like I aspire to be those people that like wait overnight for something put their chairs out for, I don't know, like record store days coming up. That's a big deal because they have a lot of, you can only buy in these record stores. So people literally wait outside overnight to get certain albums that are, I mean, because you could also resell them for a lot of money. I get that. But still, I'm like, I just, it's not worth it to me. Or people who wait in line for general admission shows where you could get in the front, you get front row. Like, look, it is truly probably one of my life goals to be front row at a concert. And to be fair, I have been front row. I've been front row at an Eddie Vedder solo show in Maui, which was amazing. I laughed so loud that he looked at me like, you know, my laugh is obnoxious. And so I remember being like, oh, I caught Eddie Vedder's attention. I'm not sure who was it was <laughs> But I would like to be at a show that's like of my choice. Look, I I loved it. I love it. I love that Scott loves him. But I would love to like Taylor Swift. Like if I got a front row seat to that, I would lose my ever loving mind. So that's a life goal. But I don't think I would ever sit outside and wait hours and hours and hours to make that happen. I would like it to be gifted to me. So then I just like waltz in. (laughs) Like your (laughs) seat is here. And then I just go through like a back door and I don't have to like deal with the crowd. But I don't think I'd ever wait in line. People have to like hold their pee for that long. You know, like festivals, people who are in festivals all day. How do they do that? Please, if you've been that person, I would like to know how you do it. Do you just dehydrate yourself? It's- right.
0: Do you just pee in a bottle? Uh, Molly says, I waited in the virtual line to get Taylor Swift tickets while I was doing other things and I still hated that in-person line. No, thank you. Exactly. Yeah, no, I can't think of anything. How's your your Taylor ticket radar going? <laughs> It's funny you should ask. Um, <laughs> is it? Well, I'm having like second thoughts again. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> no, we're not going through this again, huh? Nip it in the bud. Just cut that out right now. I, this is I like I get- feel like my reaction right now is like finding out that you're texting your ex. Like, cut it out, Joy. I'm so.
1: <laughs> I just keep getting mad. <laughs> I'm kind of back on the train where I'm like, I'm so pissed. And then I see people like who are in the nosebleeds. And I'm like, this is the shittiest view. I don't want to deal with anyone. I don't want to deal with this many people. <laughs> I'm just... So I'm, I'm, I'm just going to put it on the back burner for now. Like I'm not making any decisions. We're still looking, but yeah, it's one of those things where I'm just like, I'm kind of losing
0: steam. <laughs> There's math. This is I like this is the exact feeling I would have if you were if I was like, Joy, how like if you were single and I found out that you were like texting your ex who kept ghosting you. That's my feeling right now.
1: Yeah. Taylor is your toxic yeah. ex.
0: You gotta just yeah, admit. It is.
1: Molly says, Joy, I went in Texas and the concert was incredible. Look, I, I'm sure it's great. I don't doubt that. I just I'm coming from a place of I've been to the best concerts with a partner who gets us the best seats for really good prices. Here's the, uh, Scott made a great point. Scott's like, she's going to tour again. <laughs> this is not her last show. I'm like, great point. Everyone's flipping their shit because yes, the pandemic, we had to like wait forever. You know, I saw her in 2018. It was wonderful. Had a great time. But again, I'm like, she's going to tour again. And I don't know, i the bots are buying all the tickets, like the same thing happened with Boy Genius. We were talking about this on our run yesterday, where like all the bots are buying the tickets, which are driving up all the ticket prices, not just for her, but for everyone, for all of the shows. And so it's kind of like, if I participate, anyway, I know I'm just like stating the same thing I've said before, but like, if I participate in that madness, I'm just like being a part of the problem. So this is where I'm going through it again. I'm just so torn. I'm so torn. Yeah, my so my besties, my sisters in the chat, my sister, I call her my sister because I've known her since birth, literally since birth. For everyone in the chat, it's Nindy. Her name is Cindy, Cynthia, but she we call her Nindy. And she says, and since she broke up with her boyfriend, the next show will be amazing, which is so like funny to me because everyone's like, oh, like she's just going to put out more great songs. Like she's a great songwriter. She's going to continue to put out great songs. A lot of people are saying like Midnight's is really about their breakup, which you can kind of like read into that and be like, maybe, but she's going to tour again, the bottom line. And do I, if I find a great seat, I'm going to go. Let's put it that way. I just don't know if I'm going to pay a $1,000 again. Like I don't know if I am going to tap into my savings. I want to leave that show feeling like every single cent was worth it. And when I see people sitting in the nosebleeds and there's all these people around them where I'm like, I can't even see her. I just see a screen. Even Joe's upset about it.
0: (laughs) Joe's like, we're yelling. We're all yelling about this now.
1: Not Joe Alwyn. Well, maybe Joe is upset, oh, no. but Joe, my Joe dog, dog, is obviously mad.
0: I cannot wait for this emotional roller coaster to just keep going because we have months still until the concert. It's literally three months away. So many more changes of heart will happen between now and then. We should just start off every podcast episode between now and then being like, all right, Joy, so today, are we going to Taylor or not going to Taylor.
1: I mean, it's it's going to be annoying, and I fully own that, so no, I, I apologize in advance. Did you yeah. buy your
0: outfit already, though?
1: Well, you know what I decided is I bought this amazing Samantha Pleat dress last oh, year. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And I was like, oh my gosh, this dress is perfect. It's lavender, and it has jewels all over it. Like, it was made to be at a Taylor Swift concert, so I also kind of owe it to that dress to...
0: Yeah. Oh, man. All right, guys. Well, we're going to wrap up a couple minutes early this week. (laughs) Keep this episode on the shorter side. We hope you enjoyed all of our random musings. Don't forget to check out our sponsor, Ned. That's helloned.com, H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com forward slash joy or use discount code joy, J-O-Y for 15% off your order. Thank you for supporting the brands that support our podcast. You can find us on Instagram at joyandclare underscore. You can find us online at joyandclair.com. You can email us. This is joy. No. Yes. This is Claire at gmail.com. They're all different. We know. We're sorry. There's nothing we can do about it. We hope you have a fantastic week and we will talk to
1: you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.